Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. I thank God for my last night lying down, my early rising. I thank God for the fellowship that I've had with him already this day. I thank God for how I have, you know, let the Lord know how much I I thank him and appreciate him for what he did on the cross for me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I am so grateful of the fact that God died for us while we were yet sinners. You know, even before we were, some of us were even born, Christ died for us. So we don't have to die and go to hell. He took on all of our sins. He took on our sins. He, he, he never sinned, but he took on our sins in order that we may have eternal life. So I just thank God, I magnify his name, I exalt his name, I lift him up, I praise his name, I give him thanks today for his goodness, because the Lord is good, not sometimes, but he's good all of the time. Oh, we're serving a mighty God, a mighty God. And what a wonder he is, what a wonder he is. So we welcome you to this broadcast, and if you're driving along the highways, listening, or your home, in, in the comfort of your living room, bedroom, or wherever, we are just glad to be able to have this opportunity to come into your homes. I am going to open up with a prayer before I go into my scripture. Um... I will be reading Psalms 15 after the prayer, and then after that, I'll go into the continuing of our teaching on walking, walking. Father God, I first ask for forgiveness for anything I might have said or done that would hinder this prayer in any way. God, I thank you for the opportunity and the access that you've given us that we can enter into the most holy of holies because of the fact that the veil, the veil has been rented from top to bottom that has now given us access to enter in and to give you thanksgiving for all that you have done. God, today I'm praying for leaders of nations everywhere. Lord, we are praying against leaders that are I literally killing their people. Lord, we are coming against those tyrant leaders, God. Lord, you see, you look high and you look low. And we know because of the evilness and the wickedness that's going on today is because of sin. It's not what you wanted for your people, but because the people and Adam and Eve sinned and they disobeyed, now sin has entered the world. 
and there is much wickedness today. So God, we are praying for nations everywhere. We are praying for America. America is in a bad state, just as well as other nations. But God, you know and you see, and we are praying for our nation. We're coming against every antichrist spirit that's coming, that's trying to destroy the children and the minds of the people of America. Lord, we're praying for our president. We're praying for the Congress, the Senate. Lord, we're praying for our local mayors and governors, oh God. Lord, we're thanking you for wise counsel, oh God, for our leaders. And Lord, today we are lifting up uh, leaders of churches, pastors, everywhere, Lord. We're asking that you would just comfort, be with them, be their encouragement, Lord. Let them not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season they shall reap if they faint not. And God, we are praying for uh, pastors everywhere. We are praying for unity in the body of Christ. We are lifting up our local assembly, uh, Restoration Christian Fellowship Church. We thank you for every family. We thank you, O oh God, for our daycare and the children that we minister to on a daily basis. God, we thank you for your goodness and how you've met our needs and how you are provided for us as a local assembly. God, we're asking that that church will be a beacon, a lighthouse, oh God, that as people walk past, they will be compelled to come in, oh God. Come in for deliverance. Come in for salvation. Lord, come in just to be touched, oh God. And we are thanking you, oh God, for our ministerial staff, God. We are thanking you for our digging boards. We are thanking you for every member. We lift up our assistant pastor. Lord, I thank you for his faithfulness to the work of the ministry. And Lord, we thank you for every member, God. I just thank you, oh God, for the years. We are getting ready to celebrate 36 years of service and ministry on this Sunday. Uh, really, it's the fourth Sunday. And um, we thank God for that. You know, uh, I thank God for Overseer. He's he's in the uh, bleachers looking down. You know, he's those that are that great cloud of witnesses. He's among them at this time. And we thank God for him and how the Lord, you know, brought us together and how the Lord trusted us with the ministry to start a work little did we know little did we know what god had planned for us when we were living at 2401 wainwright street in, in camden and he was doing his thing but god had another plan so we just thank god for what he has done in our lives and in the life of overseer that's no longer with us but in heaven but is he's in our hearts and we uh thank god for the 36 years of ministry, and we thank God as we celebrate coming up on the fourth Sunday, we give God the praise and the glory. God, today we are praying for the sick, we are praying for the shut-in. God, we are praying, oh God, the people that have been violated. I just heard just this morning there was a home invasion and a lady was raped. Lord, I'm lifting her up today, God. Lord, we're coming against sex trafficking in different nations and 
countries, and it's right here even in America. Lord, we are praying for victims of day and night, those that are afraid to come outside of their homes because they've been violated. God, we are praying for the elderly, the sick everywhere, Lord. I'm lifting up Mother Gilbert, oh God, to, to today. We're asking that you would touch her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. God, we are praying for caregivers. We are praying for her daughter, oh God, Sister Diane, oh God, as she, you know, takes care of her mother. And Lord, we're asking, oh God, that we are still praying for first responders. And, and Lord, because COVID is still with us, people are still getting sick, but even from other diseases, God, we are praying for the sick all over the world. We are praying for the sick in hospitals that you would heal, heal from cancer, heal from diabetes, heal, Lord, uh, 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 from uh, all kinds of diseases, kidney diseases, and Lord, people that are on dialysis, people that are waiting for a kidney. Lord, we just asking, oh God, that you would heal and touch bodies. God, we're coming against the spirit of suicide, murder, and rape. We're coming against the spirit of abortion. Oh, God, we're asking that people shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We thank you for your goodness towards us. And, Lord, we're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We're praying for uh, uh, the war-torn area in Ukraine, God. The war, the war, the war is just so hideous. And Lord, we are praying, oh God, against that murdering spirit all over different nations. Oh God, that spirit of murder and rage and hatred. But we thank God for your love, for the love of God that sent his son that we might have eternal life. So Lord, be with us throughout the remaining of this broadcast. And we'll be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory, the honor. Lord, I thank you for my children, my grandchildren, my great-grands. Lord, I lift up the young people, God, because the enemy is after our young people. And Lord, I'm praying for their protection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I'm going to be reading in your hearing Psalms 15 as an opening scripture for this morning or this evening, while whichever time you'll be listening. Psalms 15, and it reads as follows. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is condemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. So we just thank God for this Psalms of David. Is asking a question, 
who shall abide in that tabernacle and who shall live or dwell in that holy hill now this particular psalm and especially um in verse uh five it says i, I want to go further Psalms 15, just one second. This iPad looks like it froze on me. And I'm trying to get back to it. Yeah, so when we look at this Psalms, it says, Who shall abide? In other words, in the, in, in the New Living Translation, it says, Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? And who may enter your presence on your holy hill. So God calls his people to be morally upright. And in this psalm, he gives us 10 standards to determine how we are doing. We, are all, uh, we all live among corrupt people who make up their own standards and want no help from God or any Christian influence. I mean, that's the world we're living in today. They're setting their own standards. They're changing God's word as far as who, how he's identified male and female, and people are so confused with identity, uh, 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 gender, and all these kinds of things. It's just so sad what is happening in this world today. You know, the, the world is calling good evil and, and evil good. We are living in perilous times. But our standards for living should not come from our personal preferences or our society, but from God. So we should not allow the culture to influence how we shall live for God. So it is asking, you know, and I'm doing a teaching on walking. My, my teaching is on walking. And so it's asking here, well, who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right. Now, the, the King James says that who shall abide, Lord, who shall abide in that tabernacle? Who shall dwell in that holy hill? He that walketh uprightly. So, and so this is right right in tune with my lesson he that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart now we are using psalms 1 as a basis for our teaching and that reads blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. And his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. 
Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So today we want to continue our lesson on walking, and we want to uh, speak on this evening that we must walk in truth. We must walk in truth. I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 8 of Psalms 119. And it says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do not they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. So we thank God for those four, uh, those eight verses on walking and how he's instructing us to walk. When we look at walking, he wants us to walk in truth. He wants us to walk in truth. When we walk in truth, we are walking according to God's standards. We are walking according to how, you know, he mapped out the plan of salvation and how he, you know, is sanctifying us day by day. Sanctification is a process. It's not a one-time, you know, situation. It's a process that we're being sanctified every day. Uh, daily. So we want to walk in truth. You know, Jesus is truth. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the light. So God wants us to walk in truth. He wants us to walk in obedience. He wants us to walk in the light. He wants us to walk by faith. He wants us to walk by the Spirit and not in the flesh. All these things God wants from us. So as we look at Psalms 119 in the New Living Translation, it talks about joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. So when you are walking according to his will, you're going to be joyful, you know, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. When you find yourself, you know, with no joy and no strength, maybe you need to, you know, question yourself, am I actually, you know, walking according to his statutes? Am I doing all that he desires for me to do, you know, as he has laid it out in the plan for us? It says, joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. 
when you are walking in integrity, when you are a person of integrity. See, a person of integrity uh, uh, it is one that when they're living alone or when they're by themselves is what they do in secret. And you'd be surprised at things that people will do in secret, thinking nobody knows what they're doing, but God knows. And then they can come out and try to put on a front and, and deceive people. And many times people are deceived. But integrity is what a person can do when they are alone. So it says, joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil. And they walk only in his paths. That's why you can't be influenced by your friends, you know, that's enticing you to go to wrong places and to do wrong things or sinful things. You, you, that's why don't sit in the seat of the scornful, you know. Don't do that. You know, don't don't let them influence you. You should be influence, influencing them because you're the one that has truth. You're the one that's walking in truth. You're the one that's believing truth. And your light and, and, and your relationship with the Lord should be stronger, you know, to woo them and win them over than them winning you over. So we see here that also in verse 4 it says, you have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. <laughs> I like that. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. But one thing, you know, there are many of us that, that have done things and we are ashamed of what we have done. But God can take away that shame. He'll give, he'll give you beautiful ashes. You know, you may a lot of mistakes, you know, in your younger years. But don't let the enemy, you know, beat you over the head over the mistakes you've made because if you've given your life to the Lord Jesus, he has forgiven you. As far as the east is from the west, he has forgiven you of your sins. And don't allow Satan to come and, you know, condemn you because clearly, as I was saying on last week, as we were reading in Romans 8, Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus that walks but not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The enemy comes to bring condemnation, but God comes to bring conviction. And conviction is good because conviction leads to change. So it says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And we know that the spirit and the flesh is always a constant war, you know, with one another. Um, so I'd like to read also another scripture that's in verse John. But actually, I'm going to read Psalms 
26 and 3 first. It says, But that loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. <laughs> yeah. For that loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. And we looked at the word that loving kindness is dealing with his unfailing love. And when we look at truth in this passage, it talks about God's stability, his certainty, assured establishment. So we just thank God and, and, and faithful, right, sure. So for that loving kindness is before my eyes. And I have walked in the truth. I've walked in God's stability and in his certainty and in his assured establishment. Oh, we thank God for his word. So we thank God for this teaching on this evening. And at this time, I would like to offer salvation to those that have not accepted Jesus as their personal savior. If you would pray this prayer with me. And believe in your heart, you know, as you, as you repeat this prayer after me, that transform, transformation and change is going to come into your life. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Jesus, I accept your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior. And my friend. So if you prayed this prayer tonight, let someone know that you've accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. Let your siblings know. Let your friends know. Just let someone know that you've accepted Jesus. And if you would like to let us know, give us a call at 856-629-0111. Zero one. Take note that is a new number, 856-629-0601. And if you are that backslider that's out there and you're running and you're running, just repent and come home. God is married to the backsliders. He's waiting for you. <laughs> He's married to you according to scripture. So just be encouraged tonight. And if you would like to visit us, we are located at 403 Andrews Road. If you would like to bless us with a seed offering, write a check payable to Time of Restoration. And you can mail it to Post Office Box 113 Sicklerville, New Jersey, zip code 0808. Eight, one. So whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus. And do not forget that we are to walk 
in truth. We are to walk in truth. As the scripture says, for that loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. We thank God for Jesus being the way, the life, you know, and the truth. Some things are factual in life, but Jesus is the truth. We love you. Always remember to tell someone about Jesus.